The Sims isn't just a game. It's a canvas. A platform to explore the power of creativity and the new ideas that spark out of it. A place where inspiration is contagious. Oh, I love that build. And the possibilities are endless. Should we recreate it? Driven by a collaborative community of creators that empower, captivate, and connect through individuality, both in-game and out. Ignite creative inspiration and spark something with The Sims. Visit thesims.com to learn more. Welcome to No Filler, I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And we're going to mellow things out a little bit for this month's What You Heard. We're going to kick things off with one of our favorite ambient down-tempo artists, Lossal, with a track from his brand new album, Clara. This song is called Lumina. I feel like I've I've just reached a state of zen that only Lossel can provide, dude. Yeah, um, that's one of those artists where I have to listen to any new record that he puts out. You know what I mean? Any collaboration yeah. that he's on, 
any like, you know, remix that he does or whatever. Like he is so good at what he does, you know, and he is like the lossal sound that he has like perfected, you know, is so unique. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that sound goes back as far as he's been making music. That's true. I think this, this new record did remind me a lot of like kind of a return to his older sound. You know what I mean? Like his first record. Yeah. Like Submers. Yeah. So what we love about Lossel and I mean, honestly, I credit him for getting me into this kind of ambient. Ambient electronic. Um, yeah. Electronic. Yeah. And, you know, I think down tempo is a pretty, it's it's a pretty large umbrella. It's got a lot of different sub genres and sounds, you know, and styles yeah. within it. But, you know, the big thing about down tempo that we love is, I guess, the it's the layers that are built as a song progresses. Um, there's a lot of repetition in down tempo, but there's like a there's just these like rich, lush layers where it just builds and builds. And Lossel is one of the best at doing this. Um, it's always very subtle, but if you if you're paying attention, there's just so much going on. And I love his the the way he incorporates some form of beat into his song and it, it's always almost like a click like a clicky yeah kind of sound kind of reminds me of um that other band that we covered kiln uh-huh where it it does almost feel organic yeah and that's kind of the thing about um Lossel, you know his name is Scott Morgan um his first record i guess it was like an ep it was called a new demonstration of thermodynamic tendencies came out in 1999. And that's what he set out to do was like evoke uh, the sounds that you may hear in like a lab or something like that. Like a, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. And so like, you know, he has track names like, or at least in his early stuff, hydrogen, discrete entropy, conductivity. Those are the things that like, I guess he was, going for like how do i how do i capture the sound of hydrogen you know what i mean and put it and turn it into a song and stuff like that and that's kind of how he approached it but he's been doing it like that ever since that you know all his music is very atmospheric you know like throw on a really nice pair of headphones if you want to definitely dive into one of his albums and you know uh, lossel is an artist that you're going to want to listen to the whole album any album of his that you dive into, um, it really, I mean, it's, this is a cliche. Uh, it's kind of cheesy, but he takes you on a journey, dude. If you allow him to, you know, really just get in a nice, comfortable space, relax, close your eyes, dude, with a good pair of headphones and, and jump into a Lossal album, it's going to take you somewhere. And if you want to go way back in our, in our catalog, um, Episode 15 of the No Filler Podcast, we covered uh, his record, First Narrows. So if you want to go hear us talk more about this guy, go back and listen to that episode. It's one of the early, early No Filler episodes. Um, But yeah. So this is off a brand new album of his, Clara. Uh, It was just dropped, I think, last month. Man, here's the thing about Lossel. He is prolific. Like, he, he hasn't stopped. You know what I mean? He's been putting out music just about every every two or three years for 
almost going back to when he started. Um, yeah, so I think he put out something last year too, and the year before that. Yeah. So you know, we mentioned there's there's a, a very distinct sound with him, but I think there's a, a variety of um, head spaces that you'll find yourself in when you listen to a lost soul. Like I think I mentioned last week with our uh, hives episode. I, I, we played what, four songs, and and that's the hives through and through. You know, yeah. it's yeah. a hive song. You know what you're you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Play. You yeah. don't know what you're getting with a Lossal album. You know, yeah, you know that it's gonna be his 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 brand of ambient and like yeah. But there's different kind of moods and yeah. Uh, you well, know, that's kind of how he presents it. Like he tries to, you know, he is he is. It's a theme, right? Usually, because like his second record, Submers is literally kind of like it evokes like underwater kind of vibes like every every um every track name is is named after a submarine like a famous submarine or something like that so that's kind of what he was going for i don't know if he's still doing that like once you get to these later things but like these later records at least but that's kind of the deal it's going to be a theme it's going to be cohesive and stuff yeah he's great he's he's one of my favorite um he's in the top 5 always for me um for for ambient down tempo didn't you get to see him perform in a church? I did, man. It was unbelievable, and, and and it was my the only time I've ever gone to a concert by myself. Oh my god, I must have been euphoric, dude. Yeah, I had a friend that was gonna go with me, but he bailed. Um, Sarah's not really into this stuff, so it was just me, man. And yeah, it was in a a old church in downtown Seattle. That must have been and, incredible. Uh, he just dropped Monument Builders, which is another one of my favorite albums of his. So this was back in 2016. Yeah, yeah, man, it was it was euphoric. It was absolutely yeah. perfect, dude. It must have been amazing. Yeah. All right. So again, that was a song called Lumina that is off his brand new album Clara. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. This is the No Filler Podcast. Typically, what we do here is dive into a particular album from a favorite band of ours and play non-singles from that record in hopes that you will hear some tunage from a band that you love that you may not have necessarily heard before because it's not a single. That's what we're all about on No Filler. Once a month, we do what we call our monthly mixtape episode where we each bring five songs to the table just songs we've been listening to in between recordings, and it's just rap- rapid fire, one after the other, just a song-heavy episode. We love doing them, and this is our, I don't know, I've lost track, sixth. I think this is our sixth What You Heard. I went first last time, Trav, so you are starting off the show this time. What you got for us, brother? What you been heard? All right, Q, so I'm going to I'm gonna mix things up here. I'm going to pivot us out of that nice headspace that Loss will put us in and uh, pick things up a little bit. So are we, are you going to pull a 180 on us, dude? Yes. Yeah. All right. No, no, right. it's not going to be heavy metal. Okay. But, you know, from Lossal, it's easy to do a 180 to just about anything else. You know what I mean? Sure. Anything else sure, is kind sure. of a 180, right? Yeah. So this guy, his name is Jim Guthrie. And he is a very, very prolific, very... Um, He's all like he he does everything. He's done uh, movie soundtracks. He's done video game soundtracks. He writes his own music and puts out records. He does things with other side projects. Any relation to Robin Guthrie? Probably not. But yes, Robin Guthrie is um, 
guitar player for Cocktail Twins. Also, he does a lot of ambient stuff. Um, dude, I love Robin Guthrie. I would love to do I know it. you do, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, he got on my radar with the soundtrack to the movie Indie Game. It's called Indie Game the Movie. Jim Guthrie did the soundtrack for that film. That's how he got on my radar, and I've been kind of listening to him ever since. So he put out a brand new single just a couple days ago. So this is like super, super fresh, Q. And uh, yeah, we're going to listen to... Um, let's just put it this way, Q. This song is going to get stuck in your head, okay? All right, so this song just came out. It is called Hands in My Pocket. damn catchy dude i told you man it's been stuck in my head anytime i put my hands in my pocket man <laughs> now that shit's gonna just pop it in my head you just you're just walking around with your hands in your pocket um just thinking about the world you know as you walk around i think that's what the song's about Kim. if i were to take it literally but yeah um that's the thing with jim guthrie like when he does his own solo stuff it's it's more this kind of singer songwriter indie kind of stuff mm-hmm. but like i said i mean you know, you know me, Q. I love soundtracks. He does. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to name drop some stuff in case you've uh, one of those things where it's like maybe you've heard Jim Guthrie and you didn't realize it. Uh, he does a lot of indie games like um, Planet Coaster. I don't. If you know I don't that play one, games, Q. brother. Okay. Planet Coaster was like the. Um, it's basically Roller Coaster Tycoon, but in the, this decade kind of thing. Nice. Um, below reigns Her Majesty. Maybe okay. Maybe maybe people don't know these. All right, sword and sorcery. Sword and sorcery was a big one that he did. Anyway, okay. Like I said, he's all over the place. Um, but he does these these kind of indie rock records as well sometimes. So anyway, that was hands in my pocket by Jim Guthrie Q. So now I'm gonna throw it at you. And where are you gonna take us next, Q? Well, I'm gonna just kind of keep it in the same uh, vein. I'm not gonna do any whiplash on you yet. This song was actually brought to me by my niece-in-law's husband so my family visited last month my niece-in-law and her husband came up here and my mother-in-law since then me and him have been sharing tunes with each other and he 
shared this brand new album with me from Lord Huron. Okay, yeah. The funny thing about about them, Q, is the only reason I know them is because they were featured on a Zales commercial. And I used to work hmm. for um, Zales, you know, the, the diamond ring store. Yeah. And I just remember that name because they were featured on one of our, our advertisements. Nice. But yeah, kind of folky country stuff, right? Folky, yep. Good stuff. Yeah, and uh, they just dropped a new album called Long Lost. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm going to play track two off the album. It's good stuff, dude. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I'm glad that I'm glad that I heard it. I probably wouldn't have listened to it if, if he didn't share it with me. So here is track two off of Lord Huron's brand new album, Long Lost. This song is called Mine Forever. got some great um like 60s jangly pop kind of vibes to it with a little twang i love it man. yeah it kind of reminds me of you know the way real estate approaches you know real estate has always had that that sound of like a 60s surf band you know what i mean yeah and knowing some of lord huron's other music mm-hmm. sounds like they're kind of changing things up a little bit or at least they wanted bit. to write one song that sounds like that or is the whole record like that well, so and I don't know much about them either, but no, there's there are some more um, folky country stuff on the, yeah. on the album. Um, and again, you know, this is one of their singles. They captured that sound really well. That um, yeah, that vibe. Yeah, and check out the album cover, dude. I love it. Can you see it? That is cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, shout out to Wesley. Welcome to the family, brother. Thank you for the tunes. And yeah, again, that's Lord Huron and uh, a track of his called "Mind Forever" from his brand new album. Long lost, and I'm going to pass it back to you, brother. You're going to switch it up on us? Um, yeah, not in a major way. I do have – I'm going to have a 180, a, a massive 180 next. Cool. I got a couple of those. Okay. <laughs> yeah, these guys are definitely – compared to the last two, Jim Guthrie and Lord Huron, these guys are different. But um, – so yeah, these guys, I just kind of discovered them 
last week, actually. Um, they're called Greet Death. They're kind of a post-rock, like a post, um, post-punk kind of shoegaze almost. Um, Ooh. But not, uh, not entirely shoegaze. Maybe like a, um, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to describe them because just going from the track I'm going to play for us to the next track on the record is just mild, like, like very, very, I think they have multiple singers, right? Mm-hmm. So like even from song to song, they, they kind of jump all over the place, but um, I would put them in like a shoegaze alt rock kind of vibe. Awesome. They're from Flint, Michigan. They're a relatively newer act. I wouldn't call them doom gaze, but you know how doom gaze sort of flirted with like elements of shoegaze plus metal. Oh yeah. I feel like these guys are more maybe elements of shoegaze plus more post-punky emo kind of stuff. And anyway, I'll let you tell me what you think of them, Q. But this is a song off of their record that came out in 2019 called New Hell. And this song is called Circles of Hell. Yeah, really, really good, like build up. You know what I mean? Yeah, to that, to that kind of release that happens, right? His his vocals kind of get a little bit higher, and like, you know what I mean? It opens up into this really nice, like, lush sound. You know? Yeah. For that, after that chorus, but yeah, um, really interesting, interesting record. Like I said, the very next song has a very, very different sound to a different singer. At least it sounds like a different singer. Maybe it's the same person, but sure does sound like a different person. So. I think cool. they have one of those things where they kind of trade off and maybe maybe they um they kind of you know I need to look in, in into more of, of kind of what they do but um yeah I, I love when bands do that man yeah 
uh, what they're, you know, sometimes Bandcamp is a good a good way to see how how a band classifies themselves. You know what I mean? Right. So on Bandcamp for this record, shoegaze is one of the tags, and slowcore. Cute. Slowcore. Slowcore. Man, I've heard it all. So this is a slowcore band. Cute. Um, I guess that's a fitting label. Slowcore. <laughs> slowcore. It's not hardcore, but it is slowcore. Slowcore, that kind of sounds like it It would be along the same veins as Doomgaze, right? Like, yeah, where it's going to be yeah. sludgy. But I would say it's probably minus the the metal, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's kind of shoegaze plus more alt-rock indie. It's like a shoegaze indie band kind of, you know what I mean? Big fan. I liked it a lot. But also Slowcore, too. <laughs> All right. You can't leave out Slowcore. No, you can't. Anyway, that was Greet Death, and that song was called Circles of Hell off of their latest record, New Hell. And Q, I'm going to throw it back at you. What you got for us? I got one that's going to flow real nice from that, dude. Okay. Uh, So have you heard of a band called Fiddlehead? I have not. So they are a post-hardcore emo indie rock band. Uh, Actually, the way they put it. I'm already excited. A band that merged elements of post-hardcore, post-punk, and classic 80s emo into something that felt distinctly theirs. Let me just tell you something, Q. I love 80s emo. That could be my favorite wave. Actually, that's more like almost hardcore punk sound, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm bringing a, a song from their brand new album. Okay. So I don't know how they sounded when they first started making tunes together. And they've been around since 2014. So, again, I haven't gone back and listened to their old stuff, but I'm a big fan of their new record. It is called Between the Richness. Just came out, I think, last month. Really good stuff, dude. You're going to love this. Um, And I don't know if you guys, if y'all have heard us say this before on No Filler, but it is always worth listening to an album from start to finish. Because I'm about to play the very last song on this record. That's what we preach here, That's dude. That's what we preach, dude. And this is probably my favorite off the album. All right, so again, this is Fiddlehead. Brand new album, Between the Richness. This song is called Heart to Heart.
Yeah, that's great, man. I'm glad that music like this is is still coming out. Me too, man. Like you know, I feel like maybe we're we're circling back back to it. Like we've talked about. I mean, you know, grunge is coming back too, right? Um, but I feel like I feel like bands are starting to sort of nod back to the 2000s a little bit, the early 2000s, like emo stuff. That that sound and that that almost goes back to that. That's almost like a second wave emo sound, like a purity or uh, not purity ring, promise ring. Yeah. And um, some of those other bands. But like it's, you know, it's got a modern spin on it. But yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Really good. I love the um, the little ride bell accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great drums, that, man. The ride bell. Yeah. Great drums. I love that that little drum beat during this the, the verse. Um, and yeah, dude, I was thinking about it. Like, I don't know if maybe you and I just stopped searching for this kind of music. But yeah. it, it did seem like it kind of dropped off for a while. But... Again, like with that that band that I'm, you know, obsessed with, Tiger's Jaw, right? They've been doing it since the early 2000s, you know. Sure. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe but they it never... came out of the 2000s. Like this is a new band, right? This is a, yeah. They've only been around since 2014. That's what's that. That's what I like to hear. Like brand new bands making that kind of emo music. Yeah, and this just harkens back to the the early 2000s when you and I were were listening to this kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, brand new stuff coming out. Uh, in that same vein. Yeah, dude. I know we're both all about it. Yeah, man. All about it. Really good stuff. Again, this is Fiddlehead, and that's Heart to Heart from their album Between the Richness. Just came out. Give it a listen. Awesome. Swing it back over to you, what you've been hurting. All right, Q. Every what you heard needs to have at least one massive 180. Yes, I agree. And it's time. It's time to do it. And I can, I'm usually the one that does it, because I'm I'm bringing heavy metal. I'm bringing electronic stuff. And here's an example of that, Q. I'm going to bring an electronic artist. His name, I believe you would pronounce it Manad Vale. That is his name that he is going by. This guy's actually a veteran electronic producer named Thomas Ferrio. Ferrero. Ferro. Something like that. <laughs> Uh, but he put out a new a new record under the name Anad Vale called Body Count. We're going to listen to a track off of this. This came out 2019. And um, again, dude, got to go to Bandcamp to hear how they describe themselves. Because just like Slowcore Q, here's another genre I've never heard before. EBM. Can you guess what that stands for? So there's EDM, electronic dance music, IDM, right? Any ideas? What's the B stand for in EBM? Because you know what the E and the M stand for. Uh, yeah. You're not going to guess. It's goofy. Electronic body music. Dude, that's exactly what it stands for. Boom. How did you get that? I don't know, man. What? The word body threw me off. I wasn't expecting the <laughs> word body. Anyway, so electronic body music. So it makes you want to move your body? I guess so. It sounds this like is, dance music to me. It, sounds it does. Like EDM. And you are you are going to move your, your body a little bit, Q. All right. Cool. But this... This subgenre of electronic music dates back to the early 80s in Western Europe. It combines repetitive bass lines, programmed dance music rhythms, and mostly undistorted vocals. Now, there's no vocals in this work, so this is just one of the tags he slaps on his music, right? But it's mostly like, think IDM, industrial, electronic, techno music kind of stuff, right? So this song is called Out of Sight by Manad Vale. 
I can get behind that, dude. It's kind of puts you in a trance. Yeah. That's what I like about this kind of music. Um, you want to talk about repetitiveness, right? That's kind of what it's all about. But just like down tempo and stuff like that, it's it's about layer building, you know? It reminded me of, of um, I don't know, maybe Andy Stott. Kind of, okay, yeah. The, the darker. D- Detroit, Detroit techno. The, yeah, the darker side of like electronic kind of sounds and stuff, right? Where it's a little bit more mm-hmm. like definitely the industrial the industrial electronic stuff, right? Yeah. But yeah, you can just, you know, imagine just being in like a, like a, like a warehouse, uh, rave kind of thing. Right. And that kind of music is, is happening. You know what I mean? A sweaty nightclub. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah. So again, that was a uh, Manad Vale and that was a song called out of sight from his record body count. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back at you for, I'm guessing another 180. Uh, it's electronic. Okay. But definitely different. And, you know, I feel like with every 180 that we have in a What You Heard episode, we've got a Vaporwave track. And I'm bringing... Oh, I love it. So, now here's here's something that we all know about Vaporwave, I think. If you've dabbled, um, it is also one of those genres. Ju- it just has so many different tiny little, like, niche sub-genres and sounds and for every like style of vaporwave, there's one extreme, uh, almost to the point of like kind of absurd, <laughs> uh, poke fun of itself kind of sound. And then there's more like quote unquote radio friendly versions of that. Have you ever heard of Mall Soft? No, but I'm not surprised that that's a subgenre of vaporwave because M A L L Mall Soft. Yeah. Um, so I found this through, I think I was just browsing the the homepage of, of, of Reddit, uh, which I like to do from time to time because I'll stumble ac- across something that I would never find on my own. And they have a subreddit. Uh, Mallsoft is, so it is a subgenre of Vaporwave. And it's exactly what you'd think, dude. Basically, the genre is kind of what you'd expect to hear playing through the speakers at a mall, uh, almost like a abandoned mall kind of, you know, it's going to be very heavy ambience. Uh, you know, it's very music. Okay. That's what I was going to ask if that's what the mall thing is supposed to be like the, the stuff you hear while you're walking around a mall in the nineties kind of thing. Yeah, exactly that. Okay. Um, yeah. And, um, an artist that goes by John mint, his real name is John Sylvain. Uh, I've actually been chatting with him on Reddit. I reached out to him after he posted a, a track on there that I really liked. I asked him, like, so what What does Mallsoft mean to you? Uh, and he said, for me, there's a bit more ambience with Mallsoft tracks than with other Vaporwave tracks. Extra reverb, background noise um, to kind of give it more space. Uh, he says it's, it draws from jazz and bossa nova styles. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So uh, he dropped an album just last month, I believe. I'm bringing nothing but brand new songs, dude. Why don't we uh, have him on the show, man? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we should. So this is the artist you were talking to. Yeah. Okay. This is what I love about Reddit, dude. Yeah, man. Um. All right. So he just dropped an album called Business Logic, and I'm actually gonna play two of his songs because what I like about him is he uh, again. If you're familiar with vaporwave, you know, like I said, there's extremes to the to the genre. Um, I don't know how far you you've 
jumped into that rabbit hole, Travis, but it gets pretty weird. I've been in, in there. In the land of Vaporwave. Yeah, I've been in there for a while. His music's a little more structured and a little more um, enjoyable. <laughs> because You know that about Vaporwave, Travis. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just like ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to play two of his songs because he actually he has one song with, with vocals that he's sampled in that might be my favorite on, on the on the album. But I want to play the first song on the record. Uh, I think it flirts a little bit more with that mall soft sound. He uh, lightens up on the like the ambience and stuff. Um, because with some of these mall soft songs, you can barely hear the music. It does sound like you're in the mall. But yeah, he's toned that down a little bit. So this is, a uh, again, brand new album from Vaporwave mall soft artist John Mint. Uh, it's called Business Logic, and this is the first track on the record. It's called Toll Free Connection. Yeah, um, I, I love his album art too. Like I was looking at his discography; it's all kind of in that same style of like that, you know, retro looking. It's um, it's that aesthetic that you expect to find with Vaporwave. Yeah, a perfect pairing with um, kind of what what he's going for, the vibe he's going for. You know. Yeah. So I again, I wanted to play that one just to to show up. You know, it's more of that jazzy bossa nova kind of feel, uh, like he mentioned. I don't know about bossa nova. Maybe not, uh, but, <laughs> but jazzy. It's definitely jazzy. Yeah. So I want to play my favorite song off the record. Um, so this is, I actually asked him if this was his voice and he said, no. Uh, Did you tell him you're going to play him on the show? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he said, it's just a cool sample that I found and licensed. Anyways, really cool vocals on this one. Um, this one is called Chemicals.
Dude, I'm all about it. <laughs> I love it, dude. I'm all about it. I love that line, man. I'll be your chemical. Just breathe me in. Such a cool line, dude. Yeah. No wonder no wonder you sampled it, John. Yeah, yeah. John, I love it. I'm all about it. Um, So, like, you know, this is what I like about Vaporwave, good Vaporwave, is that, like, it, it just evokes... You know how we talk about with um, hypnagogic pop, can <laughs> um, There it is again. It's like a nod to the sound and the aesthetic of your childhood, I guess. It's a time machine, dude. Yeah. Like, what was it called? Mall? Mall soft. Mall soft, yeah. Yeah. This is totally the kind of, and this is going to sound like an insult, but it's not. This is totally the kind of like cheesy, corny uh smooth jazz that you might hear in the background of a department store right and i you know i said corny and cheesy i didn't mean that as an insult because like what's nice about this is that it's not corny and cheesy right um smooth jazz it's 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 um it evokes the feeling of it but 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 like it's it's um i don't know i don't know the words i'm trying to use here q but like it's a nod it's like it evokes it yeah that's vaporwave man it's it's really hard to describe but like I can almost hear the same kind of like I could I could hear that being a um a Sade song. Yeah. That quiet storm jazz, right? Exactly. Yeah, dude. Um so I asked him if he had any favorite albums in the Mallsoft genre. Mm-hmm. And he mentions a I got one cue. It's called Business Logic by John Man. Ooh, nice. Well, I haven't that's the first time I've heard of this this subgenre, but <laughs> what do you say? Uh so there's an artist called Net M D. Mm-hmm. And uh, this album is called Dead Mall, and this album is just straight up. You're walking through a mall, dude. Like the music is really quiet in the background, um, with a lot of like ambient noise. I mean, for all I know, this is the the it's Godfather of the genre. Yeah, read these art, read these track names, dude. Mall entrance, foyer, fountain, food court, atrium, movie theater. It yeah. takes you all the way through the mall, dude. The no, last track it. is called Exit. That's cool. That that's the extreme end of it, dude. What you're gonna get if you listen to Dead Mall, and that's the thing about Vaporwave, man. Like, it it can get pretty bizarre. Yeah, and the thing about Vaporwave, it's it's like you know, there is a there is a sound and an aesthetic that we all know if we if we grew up in the '90s, or there's probably some artists out there who maybe didn't grow up in the '90s, but there's there's a there's a um, like maybe like an appreciation or trying to trying to evoke that that style and aesthetic because it's so distinct. But like when you hear it, you know it. You know what I mean? Like you know the sound, and it just makes you think of your childhood, man. And that's the whole point, I guess. Absolutely. And that's kind of hypnagogic, right? Not to use that term again, but it's all under the same umbrella, really. So again, that is John Mint and his. Uh, Mall soft tinge vaporwave album business logic. He does say here that there is one song off that album that is straight up mall soft, and that's a track called Blue Light Special. So again, yeah, great stuff. Big fan of this album. Thank you for chatting with me, John, and sharing some nuggets of wisdom with me. And uh, yeah, dude, swing it back at you. What you got for us? Okay, Q. This is the band that that I've been obsessing over ever since I stumbled upon him last week. Um, it's one of those bands where it's like, where have they been all my life? Because they've been around forever and they're amazing. And this record, I fell in love with it. Um, I would like to do a full length episode on this album at some point. This is a UK, um, 
shoegaze alt rock band called uh, Catherine Wheel. And they're fucking amazing, dude. That's all I can say. Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell for me, dude. So yeah, I, you know, they they didn't they didn't blow up in the US um like they did in the UK. So they're based out of the UK. They had they had some records and singles that they put out in the US, but they didn't ever they never really caught on. Um but what's great about this this band and since you played a couple tracks, I wanted to play a couple tracks from them and, and that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to play a couple of tracks, one from this record that I'm obsessed with and one from the record that came out before that. But um, the best way I can describe these guys is they kind of, to me at least, I'm not hearing anybody else describe it this way, but to me at least, I feel like the vocal delivery and the way he kind of structures the the vocals reminds me of new wave stuff. Like a Tears for Fears kind of thing. Love me some Tears for Fears. Maybe just the sound of his voice, maybe. So it's kind of a, you know softer vocals, um, but with some shoegaze, like a lot of feedback, guitar distortion, and stuff like that. And um, I feel like with this record called Chrome that came out in 1993, it does a really interesting job, sort of flirting with grunge a little bit, mm-hmm. but shoegazy, right? Lovely. So anyway, um, we're going to play the opening track off of their 1992 record called Ferment. And this song is called Texture, again by a group called Catherine Wheel. shit dude holy shit (laughs) i know it's it it really is one of those bands where it's like god damn it if this isn't fucking amazing man where has it been all my life 92 92 
Dude, uh, I, I mean, love and that, that song. Just, let me tell you something, dude. The landscape of rock and roll in the 90s is continuing to expand in my little ignorant brain. Dude, it's never going to get matched. Like, that was the last decade of great rock music. There's so many styles and, and you know, yeah. subgenres of, of different, you know, emerging styles that right. I'm now just now learning about what's happening. I mean, dude, 92, that was what? Uh, was it Nevermind? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Loveless came out, My Bloody Valentine. Or no, that that could have been 91, but um, uh, Smashing Pumpkins had reached the stage by then. I'm telling you. Dude. Nevermind was 91. Okay. But still, dude, it was all happening around this time. And it, yeah, like you said, dude, it's the it's the emergence of grunge and shoegaze at the same time. Yeah, and, and it's all happening in, 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 you know, in alt-rock. All of those sounds you're going to hear in... in, in, in these different bands. I think Catherine Wheel is a good example of sort of all of the above, you know what I mean? And a lot of these artists were listening to new wave bands like Tears for Fears from coming out of the 80s. Do you see what I mean by this vocal delivery? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love the harmonizing and the repetitiveness. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned this before. I like repetition in music. Yeah. They do it really well. The guitar, I love the guitar work too. So we are going to play another song here, which I know you're probably excited to hear another one from these guys. Yeah, dude. I would like to do a, an episode on Chrome. Okay. At some point. So this came out the the next year, so 93. The, the next year, yeah. But one more thing about um, the record that we just played a track from, Ferment. Um, just a couple of like accolades here. Like Pitchfork, back in 2016, put them as number 23 on their list of 50 best shoegaze albums of all time. And the following year, Paste Magazine, or Paste uh, Publication, raked the album as number six on its list of 10 shoegaze albums for people who don't like shoegaze. Nice. Which is kind of like one of those things where it's like, it's uh, you you like shoegaze, you just might not realize it kind of thing. I think it's probably what that's getting at. Because like, if you listen to Loveless, there's a very different sound on Loveless than some of these other shoegaze bands. It can be a little jarring at times. Shoegaze is very wide ranging, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's jump into this here. Th- this is where I think you're going to hear more of the grunge guitar sound. Um, so again, this is Catherine Wheel. This is track two off their record Chrome. It's called I Confess. say something bold here dude okay that sounded a little bit like bush mm. mixed with 
the cure. Hmm. Interesting. Bold because, you know, there's a love-hate relationship with Bush for me and a lot of people. Well, but now that you said that the vocal delivery did kind of sound a little bit like um what's his face? Robert Smith or Gavin no, Rosdale. No. Gavin, <laughs> Gavin Rosdale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who uh, you know, hey, Bush is also from the UK, right? Yeah. But yeah, you see what I mean by a little bit a little bit more grungy. Yeah. Um but not really grunge, right? But still shoegazy. Right. Anyway, Chrome is amazing. Um pull that record up and hit play. Maybe we'll well not maybe. We will. We will definitely do a episode on this record because it blew me away. It's been on heavy repeat for the last week. So we will. you will hear more Catherine Wheel on this podcast eventually if you like those two tracks. All right, Q. Um, man, we still got two tracks left to play. Three tracks, right? You've got two more. I got one. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. Let's, let's keep it going here. All right, Q. I'm going to throw it back to you. What you got? All right. Well, like I said, dude, and this was not intentional, but I'm bringing nothing but brand new songs, dude. Um it's a band called Goat Girl. You've ever heard of them? No. Goat Girl? No. Goat Girl. Um, yeah, they are a, uh, I don't know how to describe them, dude. Like, I don't know, post-punk, indie, alt, rock, whatever you want to throw at them. It's a little bit of a electronic bend, maybe. They have been around since 2015. They're out of South London. And uh, this is a brand new album of theirs called On All Fours. Trav, you're going to love this track, dude. And yeah, we're going to jump right into it. This is a song called Sad Cowboy. vocals remind me of somebody and i can't i can't place it but um yeah i love a good um i love i'm a sucker for a good female vocalist man me too man more and more as time goes on yeah i can't man that's gonna that's gonna keep me 
keep me up at night q i can't figure <laughs> out who that reminds me of but um, maybe it'll it'll click one of these one of these days yeah maybe really good stuff dude the, the whole album's great a little bit of a, a a range in sound from track to track but yeah that's goat girl and uh goat girl goat girl brand new album on all fours jump right in dude the whole album's great awesome all right rapid fire brother last pick for you what you got for us all right man so here's another record that i just stumbled upon last week um by a band called torch i think is what they're maybe pronounced t-o-r-c-h-e torch or torche maybe torch anyway these guys are kind of a um doom sludge metal but I- i'm gonna call them doom gaze q because they've got some shoegaze elements to them but not not on the more slow like sludgy drony side of 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 doom gaze um right if you haven't listened to our doom gaze episode we kind of break it all down but i think the way that these guys do their guitar work sometimes and even his vocals it's a little it's it's certainly not kind of what you would think of when you think of doom metal the classic like doom metal sound like um uh you know those guys that we talked about sleep um or you know bands like a little more on the heavy side but they, that's the thing. They they do have tracks like that with riffs that are straight doom riffs, right? But I think a lot of it is more of a very lush, very guitar driven sound, which I, which is great. So they put out a record in twenty nineteen called Admission, and I'm going to play the title track off of this song. So of course, cue the name of the song is Admission. So here we go. This is Torsh, and the song is called Admission. stuff this is a great record man i was gonna say dude i I want more of that pronto cue it up dude uh it's called admission that's another start to finish record man it's great awesome has a really great flow to it a lot of great great guitar riffs these guys are riff machines um that song in particular admission the title track is a lot more 
open and and soaring you know what i mean and lush kind of sounding yeah but they they, they're all over the place um with with the the way that their songs sound but there's a couple on there that kind of have that vibe to it where it just hits and it starts and it's very large sounding you know what i mean you know what that is dude what is it q that's a lawn mowing song and i'm looking at my lawns about that time okay well this is a great lawn mowing record i'm gonna cue it up you should for the next time i get to it all right, that, that band was called Torsh, and that was their latest record, Admission. came out in 2019. All right, Q, bring us home with the final track. What you got? Oh, man, I got a doozy for you, dude. I saved a, I saved a banger for, for the last track, man. So, uh, Tricot, I've brought them as a watcher before. There's Tricot. This Tricot, this badass alt-rock um, Japanese group. I brought an album, uh, a song of theirs, uh, from their album The or T H E, I'm not sure how, how you say it. It's all kind of spaced out. Back from 2013, they've just got this awesome, like grungy, like poppy. Um, they got these complex, like math rock rhythms. They're just phenomenal, and they've been dropping singles left and right over the last month or so. I'm gonna play. Actually, dude, we're gonna watch the music video because the music video is dope. Okay. Uh, let me share my screen. This is again a band called Tricot, and this is their latest single, Inai. So, so they're like a math rock band, right? Yeah, for the most part. Most of their stuff is, is straight up math rock. You know what's funny, dude? It says here in this um, in this little snippet on uh, Spotify that uh, they were asked about if, they, if they're if they familiar with math rock. They have no idea what math rock is. So, uh, yeah, it's just a coincidence that they, that they come that across. That's how they as, structure songs and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love their stuff, dude. Love it. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, obviously they're, or, or, uh, 
they're, Jap- Japan- they're Japanese. Japanese right? So like, this is a random tangent, but like, um, the music video has like some Japanese characters and stuff on the right. And now, because I've been in the vaporwave wormhole for so long, you know how a lot of vaporwave artists will just throw Japanese characters onto their album art. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so funny that like, this is some music that's being made in, in Japan right now. But like the aesthetic of like Japanese, um, or these characters and uh, anime even sometimes is kind of thrown onto onto vaporwave stuff. But like you know, this is what's actually happening in Japan, or at least in these guys' neck of the woods. There's a lot of stuff like this in in Japan. Now that yeah. I think about it, like that band Toe. My, yeah, one of my favorite math rock bands that I found was called Toe. Yeah, um, and they were fucking great. Yeah, man. dude. But um, but yeah, yeah man. Just, oh, they have a new record. Fuck me. It's great, dude. There's some uh, unless unless it's it's just recorded this way to make it sound like it's live. There's some live recordings on it. Awesome. Anyways, that was brand new track from Tricot. I can't wait to hear more stuff from him. Uh, again, that was a song called NAE. And yeah, dude, that's a wrap on this what you heard. Well, Q, we've got a couple episodes lined up for the next the next 3, I guess. So, um, yeah, next week, I think we teased it a couple times already, but we're going to talk about Kings of Convenience's latest record, Peace or Love. It dropped last Friday, which was the, uh, the 18th for us, the day that we recorded this, at least. And I've already listened to it like three times, dude. Yeah, it is great. It's good. Um, it's we're going to talk about it. Especially for us, like, hardcore kings of convenience fans like yeah it's hard not to like it if you're a a devoted fan like we are because you know this is the first music to come out in 12 years yeah so um yeah we played the single on our last what you heard that was the single that played us in uh called rocky trail but yeah we've got a few songs that we're gonna that we're gonna play from that record and we're just gonna talk about the boys again you know erland and and eric um, and how amazing these guys are. And I think one of the, one of my favorite things about this record is that they brought Feist back. Yes. So we're actually playing two tracks that feature Feist, um, which is great. Yeah. And she, she showed up on their, uh, riot on an empty street. Is that right? The album that we were introduced to first, like that was our intro into Kings of Convenience. So yeah, she was on a few songs on that record. Like our intro to Kings of Convenience was also in a way like, having Feist kind of paired with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, a couple of the, I think it was the same two, two songs, right. Featured mm-hmm. her on, on, um, on, uh, right on an empty street. Right. Yep. So yeah, that's kind of the, 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 the way that they handle this. They, uh, they bring her in for a couple tracks and it's the perfect fucking pairing. And it's like, it's such a perfect match. It really know? is dude. So anyway, we'll do that. Um, and then we'll see what happens after that. We have a couple ideas. We're definitely going to, circle back to the clientele at some point. So I want to, I would like to cover them. Um, and then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah. Not sure what we're going to do after that. Uh, but some more exciting news in the world of no filler. Uh, we are bringing on our, uh, dear friend and listener, Ronnie, who we've given quite a few shout outs before on this podcast. Uh, we're going to bring her on as our social media guru. She's going to help us figure out how to do the old the old social meets, dude, because we don't know what the hell we're doing. We're pretty bad at it. We're terrible. But she's going to help us on Twitter, and she's just going to be a, a, a part of the show. Um, I feel like she already is part of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
but now we're going to sort of bring her um bring her into the mix a little bit more and um so yeah we're we're, uh, we're going to have a sort of a dedicated twitter person for us um her name is ronnie she's a, she's awesome uh she is a big fan of the show and we're big fans of her q so um yeah hopefully that means our twitter account i mean the bar is really low right now for like <laughs> the number of posts and interactions that we have on twitter so i mean right now we're doing like one tweet a month that's what i'm saying which is so, pointless uh, yeah yeah dude so you'll you'll be hearing more from us on twitter uh, which means you'll be hearing from ronnie on twitter yeah, and, and we're really hoping that she'll join us on the pod every now and then and share some tunes with us. Cause, yeah, because you know, I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing just the two of us yeah. chatting, you know. Right. So we'll bring in I another sure person. Am. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so more to come on that. But uh, she is joining the uh, the No Filler family officially. And um, yeah, so be on the lookout for, for more tweets from No Filler. I know that's... That's, I mean, that's all I hear all day is like, when are we going to hear more tweets? When are we going to see more tweets? Right. Um, hear more. I guess you don't really hear a tweet. Yeah, you do. If you have your notification sound turned on, maybe. I was but, making uh, a, a bird joke. I see. You know, like a bird call. Yeah, I got you. All right, man. So that's that. Stay tuned for our Kings of Convenience review of their latest record next week. And then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, speaking of Twitter at no filler podcast is our handle. So, uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, tell us what you like and don't like about the show. Tell us what, uh, artists you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, what's your favorite math rock band? What's your favorite vaporwave record? Yeah. I need some more good, uh, suggestions in that genre because it's a bottomless pit. Yeah, you you really do have to sort of like wade through all the 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 muck, you know what I mean, to find the gym. I feel like there's some vaporwave artists that are like the equivalent of shit posters. Yeah, they're trolling. Like am I really he- hearing this right now? Yeah, exactly. So yes, please send us some more good vaporwave songs and yeah, if we like if we like a song, we'll play it out as an outro. On our Watcher Hood, which we've got one lined up, dude. I'll queue it up in a second. Uh, but before that, we also got to give a shout out to uh, AKG for supporting the show. I'm rocking these dope ass headphones. I'm talking through this dope ass mic. We've got the Podcast Essentials Kit that they've provided for us. It is an awesome, uh, just everything you need if you're going to start a podcast. Uh, just a great kit with with a killer mic, killer headphones. Check Wait, they out. send Killer Mike to your house? Yeah, dude, he's right behind me. He's giving me a massage. He keeps me going through the pod. Dude, that's awesome. What a deal. I know. Oh, microphone. I see. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to AKG for supporting the show. Uh, and also shout out to the Pantheon Podcast Network. We are part of that family. Tons of awesome music-centered podcasts in the network. We're happy to be part of the family. We are at PantheonPodcasts.com. And speaking of outros, we have got one lined up uh, from a listener of ours. Uh, her name's Jacqueline, and she sent us a couple great suggestions for artists to cover. Uh, now, one of them is Lemon Jelly, which, Trav, you said you're familiar with them, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, it's a British electronic music duo. Uh, she suggested 
an album of, or a track of theirs called the Staunton Lick. Um, so check that one out. But we're going to fade us out with a, a brand new song from Paris Jackson, uh, a.k.a. Michael Jackson's daughter. She just released an album a few months back called Wilted. Really, really pretty record, dude. I'm a big fan of it. Lots of good tracks on here. Um, she suggested a song called Let Down. So we're going to fade us out with that song. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us today. Next week, we're going to be bringing some Kings of Convenience. And um, until then, thank you as always for listening. And another shout out to Jacqueline. Thank you so much for this track. That's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.